Friday, November 19th, the 323rd day of 2021. There are 42 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We get ready for a big weekend in sports ahead. And tonight is Meet the Cougars Night, your chance to meet the 21-22 versions of Cougars and Lady Cougar basketball teams. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's B. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. I'm glad it's Friday. Yeah. Yay. You've uh, you've been doing a little shopping over the last few uh, weeks. Uh-huh. Yeah, getting mm-hmm. ready for the holiday season. Who is the hardest person to buy for? You and my father. Hmm, interesting. I was going to say, um, the research says that the correct answer is you sleep next to him. That would be me. <laughs> I'm the hardest person to, for you to buy for. But that generally is for either spouse. That the uh, hardest family member to buy Christmas presents for is likely your spouse. A survey found that people think they're significant. Other is the hardest person to shop for. The second on the tough present list are parents. So there you go. That no. completes your list. And then beyond that, in-laws. But I think I'm easy for you. Um, let's put a pin in that circle okay. back later. Right. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Moscow, Paris, and Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley. And the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm I'm apologetic today because I just accidentally told you what you're getting for Christmas right before you the did. show started. You did. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm, I can probably figure out something to, to make with it. I'm sorry for that. Um, I just blurted it out. I forgot you were in the room. You know, sometimes you're having a conversation, mm-hmm. you know, with your significant other and you're talking and you think, oh, I forgot they were in the room and they heard that. So mm-hmm. uh, I tell you what I could do is if you don't want what I told you you were going to get, how about Hulu has launched an ugly Christmas sweater or for our Great British, uh, our Great Britain friends, uh, ugly Christmas jumper store where you can get Hulu shows on a sweater for your ugly Christmas so, like, The Handmaid's Tale, there are a lot of people who are big into The Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. I'm not, but it's um, – apparently you can watch it on Hulu. So you can get, like, a Handmaid's Tale sweater, uh, Love, Victor, Solar Opposites, uh, Wu-Tang, and American Saga. None of these sound appealing to me, but I understand they might sound appealing to someone. So I just wanted to – I mean, I have an ugly Christmas sweater uh, that I like to break out every Christmas. Is it a Pittsburgh Steelers sweater? I'm afraid not. I figured that's I, what I, you were going to say. Uh, if, if you see Reason. me in one of those, that's when you need to send off sirens that something is wrong. Okay. That's your that's your signal yes, for there's like, trouble? There, yeah. <laughs> there's like, tr- call your mama? There's trouble ahead. No, you, know, you need to call somebody more than that. Like, uh, there's, <laughs> what, uh, call the president. <laughs> what? Uh, your ugly Christmas sweater. It's I think a Bengals I've, one. I've seen yes. it, but I forgot oh, yes. it. It's a Bengals one. Okay. But like, I almost when it's purchased, a team you like, can I almost it be purchased ugly? a... Skyline Chili one a few years ago. Okay, now you're talking. That would definitely um, be ugly. I could see that. Uh, chili, speaking of chili, chili sunshine for the year Friday today. We'll see rain chances return by sunrise Sunday and into Sunday night. Very cold, lows into the teens off to the north of us and into the 20s Monday night. And um, 
even colder wind chills. So it, the the low temperature is going to be one thing. What it feels like is going to be different. But really, everybody's interested in Thanksgiving Day. What's Thanksgiving look like? Well, 54 is the high. We'll see some clouds. Not really. Not, not bad for Thanksgiving. Not too bad for I Thanksgiving. Agree. It will be. Uh, be here's when it gets too hot in the house. You know, because you go somewhere and everybody's in there and the windows are closed and it gets hot. And you need to go outside for fresh air. When you go outside for fresh air, you go. This feels nice. It'll feel like a a refresher. So that's good. I don't like that Monday yesterday said a high of thirty nine and now it's gone down to a, low, a high of thirty seven. Going in the like, wrong direction. It's going very much. I the guess wrong that direction. just kind of means that that storm system, that cold front, that is really going to impact uh, northern Indiana, Illinois, uh, Ohio, those areas, and uh, the hump, the Kentucky hump, uh, are uh, are is pushing off a little bit further to the south. I'm I'm going to make it a thing. That's two days in a row that I've mentioned it, so it'll eventually be a thing. Much to Sam's chagrin. Mostly sunny, 47 today. Increasing clouds, 32 tonight, mostly cloudy and breezy tomorrow, a high of 57 is what you can expect for your Saturday. Governor Bashir signed an executive order on Wednesday qualifying every person 18 and older and living or working in the Commonwealth to get a COVID-19 vaccination booster six months after their second dose of Moderna or Pfizer or two months after a single dose of uh, Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Kentucky has been experiencing a decline in case numbers and positivity for uh, many weeks, but recently those numbers have begun to plateau or even slightly increase, which is what we saw yesterday. Uh, We, our positivity has gone from 5.51 last Thursday to 6.18 as of yesterday. So we've crawled back into the uh, sixth percentile as a group. Um, The governor says hospitals in Kentucky continue to be stressed by the plateau of new cases. He says eight of the 10 state hospital regions have ICU capacity at or above 87 percent. There were 1,855 new cases reported yesterday, 40 virus-related deaths, and roughly 27 percent of new cases were of school-aged children. So according to the data, 58% of the total state population has received at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. So 58%, at least partially. That's of all, uh, I believe, all people. Earlier this week, the Grayson County Fiscal Court approved the purchase of some new voting machines for all 22 precincts. And um, there is some grant money. I think it's, Sam, you heard the number. Is it $2,200? Per machine or two thousand dollars per per machine, something in that range. That totals out to be about forty eight hundred forty eight thousand. Yeah, forty eight thousand and some change is coming in the way of grants, and but uh, they can still get more because, from what I understand, is that there's a certain number of counties that can apply for the money, mm -hmm. and if those other counties don't apply for the money, then Grayson County can get more money. Yeah, I think what I heard was uh, what I heard uh, Clerk Willis say was basically all the counties qualify. But some have already purchased new machines. When they don't, they'll take the money and they'll spread it out over the other uh, counties that need it. So at most, it sounds like about a $210,000 expense that they'll uh, pay off over a period of time, but could be less than $210,000. I wouldn't have had any idea on how much one of those costs. Because they were talking about it. I was like, I would have no idea. Yeah. Well, some of them are, what, 20 years old or so? Yeah, and they can't even buy parts to fix it. (laughs) They don't make it anymore. Also heard a reading on an amendment that's a tourism-related amendment, but it's about transient tax. If you've spent any time on our lakes um, or if you've just talked to property owners around the lakes, you understand how much short-term rentals have taken off on both of our lakes people that own property that are basically Airbnb, for a lack of a better term, VRBO, Airbnb, whatever, these short-term taxes, uh, short-term stays, well, those are subject to a transient tax. And they're not having a lot of compliance from people paying those taxes because it's a go-around, if you will, from using hotels or motels, which we don't have a huge number of in the county. But um, that's those tourism dollars, it's those tax dollars that fund Grayson County tourism, not Litchfield tourism, Grayson County tourism. And so they are trying to close, they're trying to encourage and set forth some penalties for those people who are not remitting the taxes they should be charging on your Airbnb or similar stays. That's another thing that I really didn't think about, you know, 
Just it's like, oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. By the way, it's not just it's not just around the lakes that that applies to. You know, it's any short term rentals that oh, yeah. are. Uh, I think there's a few here in Litchfield that are happening in the in the county. A Hardin County man has been killed in a crash in Elizabethtown. The Hardin County Coroner's Office said 29 year old Devin Vitito of Elizabethtown was killed in a two vehicle crash. The wreck occurred uh, about seven o'clock yesterday morning, the 2400 block of Ring Road. He uh, Vitito and three other people were in a Toyota that. Uh, just left Valero Convenience Store when the vehicle attempted to turn left and was hit by an SUV. Uh, tragedy. Sad to, sad to hear about that this morning. The two children, conversely, some good news to report, the two children abducted by a Beaver Dam man have been found. The Tennessee Bureau of Investigation announced that three-year-old Noah Clare and his cousin, 16-year-old Amber Clare of Beaver Dam, have been located just outside of San Clemente, California, and are safe. 35-year-old Jacob Clare is in custody. Jacob Clare has an arrest warrant out of Gallatin, Tennessee, for custodial interference and is also wanted for aggravated kidnapping after he failed to return Noah to his mother in Gallatin on Sunday, November 7th. Amber Clare was also taken and had been last seen Friday night, November 5th, at approximately 9.30 in Beaver Dam. um, So we heard earlier this week off to Michigan, and then suddenly we heard that the uh, search had shifted from Michigan to California, and the children were spotted and got a tip and um, were able to... And it looks like they're in good shape too. Yeah. In, the, in the picture, I like the picture I of agree. the little boy playing with the sand mm-hmm. with yeah. a shovel. The the Subaru apparently the car they found was full of MREs and others, so they weren't stopping any more than they absolutely had to. Um, and it looked like they'd been living out of the car to try and minimize being uh, being spotted. So hopefully, those children will be reunited with the people they're supposed to be with in the coming days. Despite the so-called great resignation that you've been hearing about, Kentucky's seasonally adjusted preliminary October 2021 unemployment rate dipped to 4.2%. That was down 0.1 percentage points from the 4.3% reported in September and down 1.3 percentage points from the 5.5 from October of 2020. Kentucky remained below the U.S. seasonally adjusted jobless rate for October 2021, which was 4.6%, and down from the 4.8% in September of 2021. I'm wondering if we have seen. I wonder if we have seen locally the results of the Great Resignation as it's being labeled nationally, when uh, va- vaccine mandates are issued by governments, uh, private employers, what have you, and they draw. These lines in the sand saying, okay, if if not by such and such date, then you will, as we get closer to that, will people make the decision to do something different or will they find different employee or so? I don't know that we've seen. I'm not sure the great resignation tale has been fully told, but it sounds like Kentucky wasn't impacted by it in at least through the month of October, November and subsequent months may be a different story. Governor Bashir announced yesterday that his administration is moving forward with a merger of Kentucky's education and labor cabinets. The governor said the current arrangement makes it difficult to remain competitive for some federal grants and also creates challenges with meeting certain federal standards. He said Kentucky's pandemic-stressed unemployment insurance system needs to be part of a larger, more robust cabinet and insisted that the merger would give the state a chance for cross-training and more resiliency if Kentucky were to face something like the coronavirus pandemic in the future. Like other states, Kentucky was flooded with the record numbers of claims for jobless assistance caused by the coronavirus. Many of the state's residents waited for months for jobless claims to be processed. The merger requires legislative approval from the state's General Assembly, where, you know, you've got veto-proof majorities in both chambers. This is a new concept to me. Uh, I'm all for efficiencies in government, but I also think most of the time when moves like this are made by either political party, either political leaning, I usually try to look for the subtext, what's not being told, like what's the real motivator for something like this, and I've not been able to figure it out. I wish that they would, when they did this, they'd give you like the pro-con sheet. 
Yeah. Like, here are the pros of this. Here are the cons of this. And I could look at it and be yeah. like, okay, I see that because I have no strong opinion towards this whatsoever. That's me. It's like, so this sounds like if this is practical and this is reasonable and it's efficient and it helps Kentuckians and there's not some, okay, follow the money on this. Here's who's making out like a bandit. All while we're looking the other direction. If none of that's happening, then I'm like, oh, okay, I'm for this. But it also, I, I'm interested to know about the national component and the competitiveness. So <clears throat> I would ask, does Tennessee have merged labor and education cabinets? Does Nebraska, does, and I'm just, I'm just pulling states out of the air. I started with one that's very close. Uh, I'm not naming them for any particular reason. But this sounds like a concept. Are we inventing this or are we following someone else's model? So that would drive to what you're kind of saying. What other states can I look to and ask those people that have them combined that go, you don't want to do this. This is terrible and here's why. There's just more than meets the eye here. And I haven't had time to figure it out yet today because I've been listening to the new Adele album. Just trying to Yes, he has. Just trying to stay focused on that. I'll figure I'll figure out the merger between labor and education. Some other time. Governor Bashir yesterday announced new strategies in dealing with the unemployment insurance issues that plagued the state since the start of the pandemic. He said, first, it involves a new computer system to replace the decades-old one. That'd probably be a good step. <laughs> I remember uh, um, Grayson County native Amy Cubbage. You know, she was uh, she was representing the unemployment insurance fund a lot through the pandemic and appeared, and you know, to hear. To hear the accounting of how antiquated systems were in that regard, I think probably we need to do what we can to bring it to 2015 at least. Right. Can we at least get to Windows 98? <laughs> if we oh, can just dear. get to – don't do Windows ME. It was a, no. it was a bum steer. It was a flop. Just go – yeah, that, that, that Millennium <laughs> edition of Windows was bad. But, you know, just if you've got to go from 98, go on up to XP. Like just, just skip over ME and try I to agree. get to – try to get there. I did read a headline this morning that Attorney General Daniel Cameron is co-leading a nationwide investigation into meta platforms, formerly known as Facebook, for providing and promoting a social media platform, Instagram, to children and young adults, despite knowing that such use is associated with physical and mental health harms. As um, I think I've said multiple times, I didn't come up with this. I heard someone else say it. We'll spend the next 10 years trying to fix what we ruined in the last 10 years. When it comes to social media, if you watch comment on Kentucky, you will recognize the name Jack Brammer. He is a longtime state government reporter, covered 10 Kentucky governors. He's worked for Lexington newspaper since 1978. He was at the leader and then he was at the Herald leader when the papers merged in 1983 from Maysville originally. But, um, he is uh, he is retiring. Good for him. A long time of service. I've always enjoyed Jack. Jack seemed pretty. He seemed pretty middle. You know, seemed pretty, pretty practical. Pretty. And um, do you know him personally? No, I don't know him personally. I, I um, but, but I'm a comment on Kentucky viewer, so I I've seen him there. And then I have enjoyed his involvement in Fancy Farm when KET goes down there, and he's uh, involved in that coverage as well. So there you go. Um, I have a. For those that are preparing meals next week, I've been trying to show, showcase with you ingredient substitutions that, so. Yeah, you did started this earlier in the week, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, you, you've got, there are some hacks you can find out. For instance, I'm not going to get into the detail, but you can make buttermilk biscuits without buttermilk. What you say? How, how is that possible? You can do it. So there is a way. So I'm saying... Get ahead of, don't wait until Wednesday to realize you don't have <laughs> I mean, you could, poultry season. You could do ham instead of turkey, right? You could do that. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, you, you could. Uh, but one thing I'm going to give you a pro tip on, no one else is going to share this with you. Okay? I'm listening. No one is going to share with you the following information. They'll tell you... How to, you know, make cookies without oh, baking dear. soda. They're going to tell you, do yourself a favor and add some liquid plumber to your order and maybe add a new plunger to your order. 
because talk to any plumber you know, and they don't call Black Friday Black Friday. They call Black Friday Brown Friday because (laughs) the day after Thanksgiving is the largest number of calls to plumbers of any day of the year. Well, because then must come out, right? (laughs) Absolutely. I think Super Bowl comes to probably the second. Fourth of July? (laughs) Maybe. I'm just telling you, if you don't have some plumbing essentials in your arsenal, get proactive and get it taken care of. So, again, who else will tell you that? No one but me. We've got to get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way here on In the Know. Down at the station I don't care where it goes. Gonna climb a mountain, the highest mountain. I jump off, nobody gonna know. Can't you see? Whoa, can't you see? Today is Beaver Moon Lunar Eclipse. You already missed it. Yeah. So if you, I've heard things that about last it. Night, but <laughs> yeah. It was uh it was the longest the longest lunar eclipse sent in five hundred and forty years. So you have to go back to before Christopher Columbus was born when you've had a lunar eclipse similar to the one that we had, or as long as the one we had this morning. Three hours and twenty eight minutes in um, Certain portions. Because so. I know that the, the joke was is that last night the Falcons and the Patriots played, and that was the Super Bowl, that it was 28-3. to three. They oh, said yeah. it was funny that it was three hours and 28 minutes on the night that they were playing for the first time since that Super Bowl. Interesting. It's National Blow Bagpipes Day today. There you go. I know. I see I, when I ran through the list the 1st of November on all the November holidays, I didn't take action to get my bagpipes in this day. People puzzle. I mean, they're puzzled. Why do you love the bagpipes so much? Like, why don't you? Never. No one can accuse you. Hey, you need to tune your bagpipes. You know, that was always you play a musical instrument, whether it's the guitar or saxophone or whatever. Say you're a little out of tune. No one's ever going to tell you your bagpipes are out of tune. Plus, I'm generally full of hot air, so it just makes more sense. I got more. I got more fuel. Uh, It's play Monopoly day today. Have you ever watched the documentary on the McDonald's Monopoly game and how people were cheating people the system, were exploiting right? that? Yeah, I, I've heard of it, but I've no, I've never it, seen it. McMillions? Yeah, that sounds McMillions right. Is mm-hmm. it? It's actually very interesting. Tomorrow is Name Your PC Day. Tomorrow is Peanut Butter Fudge Day. Okay. Sunday like is that. Pumpkin Pie Day. It's also National Stuffing Day on Sunday. Take it or leave it. Oh, I love stuffing. By the way, I was reading, you know how the Reese's Pies, the nine-inch Reese's Pies, or, you know, what some people like me just call it a light snack. (laughs) Um, So they sold out. They made 3,000 of them. They sold out in just minutes. They have surfaced on eBay for $499. Can you? Wow. Oh, no, not worth it. Absolutely not. (laughs) I, I can just, I can go get the equivalent. I think they were... I think they weighed three pounds, is what they said. You could just make your own. Almost just go buy three pounds of uh, Reese's peanut butter cups, and you're 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 just as good. Uh, the weekend funny tweets. This one says, "That's the Twitter handle." This one says, "Welcome to marriage. You now have TV shows you aren't allowed to watch without your spouse." <laughs> there is some truth in that. You got story. one of those. Mm-hmm. Oh. We have a bunch. Multiples. Mm. Yeah. We maintain some independence on some television shows, mm-hmm. and then yeah. we have we have a lot more that we then do. We together. have a lot more. It's like mm-hmm. absolutely no watching this without. Cracked says, "My wife hates our new soft closed drawers. Being furious with me doesn't have the same effect." <laughs> <laughs> I have seen those. Dan. That's kind of like the flip phones. Mm-hmm. You know, when flip phones went away, you, you can't slam an iPhone. <laughs> Yeah, you can't let somebody know that you're angrily hanging up on them. I'm going to lay my phone down firmly. Dan Regan says, my wife and I are at the point where I just have to text her, hey, and she'll text back, it's on the dresser. <laughs> that, look, that's when hey, you've got really good interpersonal skills. You're right. yeah. 
you're you're speaking into Norman Chaffins's territory. He had that little incident over the summer when he was in here with us talking about how he accuses Lauren of moving things <laughs> so that she can still help him. Mm-hmm. I just uh, I just sat in the corner and I let don't him blame dig her the hole. Well, I'm going with she probably does not <laughs> and does not have the time to do so. Jesse says, I couldn't f- it, lean in close on this one because I had to read it twice to go, huh? But Jesse says, I couldn't find my phone, so I asked my husband to call it. And after 30 minutes of looking, we were able to find his phone. <laughs> so... See, I love it, and you, you've got your Apple Watch, too. I love the whole ping your phone. Uh-huh. That's great, great invention. I've really only had to use Find My Phone in a real emergency one time, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's when Taylor was a freshman at UK. Oh, yeah. Like, it was, she had, mm-hmm. she had oh, lost right, her yeah. phone, and it was somewhere it was ad- like 1 adjacent to Commonwealth yeah. Stadium. Mm. <laughs> so it was... But it, it certainly saved the day mm-hmm. in that case. So tonight at Grayson County High School, it is the annual Meet the Cougars night. Meet the Cougars and Lady Cougars and K105 Digital Productions has coverage this evening. Uh, what time are you going to get started, Sam? Six. Six o'clock. And what uh, what's on tap for the evening? I understand maybe no chili this year. No chili this year, okay. which... Very disappointed some people, but yeah. I, I'm sure they might have some concessions as well. But you'll get to meet both of the teams. Obviously, the girls have a new head coach this year. But can we really call him a new head coach? Because everybody knows who he is. He's a retread. Yeah. I'm uh, allowed to say that about him. He's a retread. Yeah, I was going to say, you've, you've got... Uh, you know his wife very well. Oh, we're contemporaries. Even, even, uh, even he and I are contemporaries. We worked a lot together throughout his basketball career before we... Uh, you know, both got old, but he's apparently not old because he's still coaching. He's still coaching. So he, Todd Johnston is the new Lady Cougar head coach. So he he returns to the sidelines this year. You get to meet a, a young Lady Cougar team. A uh, lot of youth on that team. They lost a lot from last season, but uh, some good young eighth graders. I got to see them play earlier this week. Uh, State attorney Ernie's son, uh, daughter, rather, mm-hmm. Sydney Perkins, had a really good game on Monday. So it'll be good to see her. See how she can play. Arissa Riggs on that Lady Cougar team. And then the, the Cougar boys returned pretty much their entire team. So they should be pretty good this year. You get to meet them. Then they're going to have a three-point shootout Ooh. where the players are going to compete against GCHS alumni. In the three-point shootout? Correct. So okay. it'll be alumni against student. Mm-hmm. And then what they will do is they'll transition. The Lady Cougars are going to scrimmage an alumni team. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the Cougar boys will scrimmage one another. Okay. So the alumni team, uh, you've got a bunch of different names. I know you're looking at it right now too, Mark. You might be able to look and see if there's a name or two that that pops out to you. But Brittany Bird, of course, you oh, know, um, okay. um, all-time my, my, leading scorer. My and, money's on her for three-point shot, I, Victor. I can probably agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Elena Jones is one of the girls' basketball assistant coaches and mm-hmm. the wife of Cougar football head coach mm. Brian Jones. She'll be the one wearing the helmet and shoulder pads. It's potential. I mean, it's if potential. your husband's a head football coach, don't you wear, have to wear a helmet and shoulder pads wherever you go? I I haven't heard anything that says nothing different okay. on that. Uh, uh, right. Our good friend Trevor Ray yeah. on the list. Oh, yeah. Which I'm Trevor's, sure he's... Trevor's a tremendous athlete. I'm yes. sure he'll, what, drop at least 35 tonight? Plus, Trevor, uh, he is very aerodynamic like me. He, you know, he doesn't have hair to slow Someday. him down. So That makes sense. He's just very streamlined. Jared so Clemens... KSP Trooper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, does he have to wear his gun belt? Like I think so. Tube socks up to the knees. The shiny shoes, too? Shiny shoes. Does he have to wear the hat? No, well, no, so. not the hat. That's going to impact your rebounding ability, <laughs> but definitely well, gun but belt. Well, but he could turn it and, and knock out one of the, <laughs> the girls, right, or something. That'll, it'll be going up against. But, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, through on our coverage, we'll obviously show you everything, the alumni game, but we're, we're also going to talk to head coach Todd Down. Todd Johnston, if I can talk, and head coach Travis Johnston. You're going to I talk to Johnston and Johnston? Johnston and Johnston, Is there yes. any chance of them getting an NIL deal to be vaccine uh, influencers? <laughs> I mean, yes, they have T's in their last names that Johnson and Johnson, the, the vaccine people, don't have, but 
You but got they Johnston got the T's in their first name, too. That's true. See, and I, I'm going to guarantee there's going to be at least once this season where I'm going to say, you know, head coach Todd Johnston, head coach Travis Johnston, and mix those up for the two because... They're really interchangeable, so yes. don't worry about it. They, well, even they have similar mannerisms, as you yes. deserve, so yes, don't worry I did. about it. Yeah, no, so, I, I did fine. on Monday when I was looking down at my notes, I heard, and I was thinking, oh, is it... Except for the two of them, they are interchangeable. They'll tell you they're not interchangeable, but oh, to no. the rest of us, if you call the other one the wrong name, it's okay. Well, I'm sure... Searcher Todd Johnston would say that he coached Travis on everything he ever knows. Well, right? <laughs> respect your elders. <laughs> I gotta tell you. But yeah, it should be a, it should be a lot of fun. Um, and there's a lot of really good names on the list too that are coming back and, and playing some basketball tonight at the Cougar Den. Yeah. And then the season starts on November 30. November 30. Is that a Tuesday? Tuesday doubleheader at home against Breckenridge County. I like getting started with a doubleheader. I like that. I don't know. I kind of like to kind of like ease into it. You do. I, I, I like can to see ease from, into a, it. from a fan's perspective. Uh-huh. I think you get get a good gotta, cross. Got to warm you know, up the old vocal cords. Get a, get a rivalry. You know, got to, you know neighboring county on mm-hmm. board because this was supposed to be how last year was starting, but uh, mm-hmm. COVID had other ideas. Okay. Uh, Kentucky coach John Calipari is preparing his UK team to play Ohio tonight in that what's the Kentucky Classic? Yeah. Is this the final night of the Kentucky Classic? Uh, there might be one more. Okay. There might be one more next so week. So it's at, um, Cause I think there Arena. is a fourth team in there. Cause I, well, maybe Robert Morris was in that. I don't remember. Yeah. Robert Morris I think is it was, in it. Yeah. So it's Robert Morris, Mount St. Mary's, Ohio and Kentucky, but Ohio's solid. I mean, they, they made the NCAA tournament last year. Uh, they're, I think three and oh, I mean, this is not a, this is not Mount St. Mary's last year's Kentucky team. That was awful. As we know, historically awful. One of the things they missed out on were these games. If that team, they had played had, one. Yeah, if that if that team had had these warm up games, games you should win, games you can learn from, grow, then maybe you don't have the just total whatever you call the their season ended up being. And then on the football field tomorrow, the senior day at Commonwealth at uh, Kroger Field as the powerhouse New Mexico State. I do like their helmets. Yeah, I mean, it's just odd to see these money games this well, late in the year. You know that New Mexico State and Western Kentucky are now conference allies. They are. They're both in Conference USA starting in a couple of years. Okay. Well, be senior day. There's what thirty something seniors in there. I don't. I don't know. I know that. I'm afraid there's not going to be a good crowd tomorrow. It's an early game. It's a bland opponent, and everybody just really wants to I, see UK play Louisville next week. I. Don't like playing these games. I know that some Kentucky fans like keeping the easy ones just to, like you said, build the confidence. But I'd love to play like a West Virginia or a Purdue or an Indiana or something instead. Because, I mean, think not necessarily on senior night. Maybe this could be your, uh, who do they play, Chattanooga game. Yeah. But think of like the second or the third game of the season. They'd go to West Virginia or host Neil Brown in West Virginia. I think that that would be great. I was thinking about Purdue earlier this week, by the way. Jeff Brom. Uh, I like Jeff Brom just fine, but Purdue is an awful place to go. We went there when I was in the band. We were on our way to Chicago, and we stopped there for rehearsal. It's a dump. It's terrible. West Lafayette? Yes. Born and raised? Just get out of West Lafayette as fast as you can. This made me laugh. In Washington, D.C., a vandal in Washington, D.C., who may have wanted to get back at a philandering partner, spray-painted Mike is a cheater on his car. Problem out. Problem. Wasn't Mike's car. Nidra Brantley discovered the accusatory messages on Sunday on her Mitsubishi SUV parked in northeast Washington, D.C. She said, I screamed. The vandal didn't stop at defacing the hood on both sides of her car in black paint. The front and back windshields were smashed and the license plates were blackened and says, Mike is a cheater down the side. She said, she said, I've never dated anyone named Mike. I don't know anyone named Mike. I was like, everybody knows somebody named Mike, but I get what you're saying. So somebody was a little too over eager on calling out Mike. So now she's driving around a car. Her name was Nidra. And she's driving around a car. People going, you don't look like a mic. <laughs> we got to get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Slide with your car to the bar. Slide with your car to the car. I've been searching everywhere. And now here you are. Ooh, Did you know? You probably know that tomatoes are fruits. 
But did you know that olives are? Because the seeds on the inside, right? Olives are fruits. So okay. how do you explain strawberries? Seeds on the outside. I'm confused. Mm-hmm. But I always thought that it, that olive was more of a vegetable type of food because it's olives. absent sweetness. I love olives. I'm an yeah. olive. Got garlic stuffed olives oh, or blue yeah. cheese stuffed olives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. At the movie theater this weekend. Clifford go, the Big Red Doll. Uh, still uh, in there. It's still at the theater. Yes, Sam. <laughs> uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh-huh. Sam, did I notice you're, you got a new vanity license plate that says Ecto-1 to go on the Ghost Mobi- Ghostbusters can, can, mobile? It's potential. Uh, it's actually, we, it's can, not called the Ghostbusters mobile, it's called Ecto-1. Can we get that for the Hummer? Mm, no. King Richard, a look at how Venus and Serena Williams became I saw a preview for this. who they are. Uh, Will Smith plays Richard um, Williams. I, I would maybe, like if this was on t- TV or Netflix or something, I'd maybe watch it. Yeah. Uh... Come on, come on. That is Joaquin Phoenix and Gabby Hoffman. Okay. And then I found it odd that we've got we've got another movie being released at the theater today that also has dog in the title. This is called The Power of the Dog. Sam, do you know anything about this one? I do not. You seem to be an expert on dog movies. I do not. No, this is is this one that like Marlene and me though, where I'm gonna cry at the end of it? Well, it's an R-rated drama okay, prob- romance. Well, um, Benedict Cumberbatch, Kirsten Dunst, and Jesse Plemons. You got a uh, synopsis there? Sounds like there could be some crime. No, I had high hopes for Snoop Dogg, but rancher Phil Burbank inspires fear and awe in those around him when his brother brings home a new wife and her son. Phil torments them until he finds himself exposed to the possibility of love. It sounds like a Hallmark movie. Right. An R-rated Hallmark movie. Exactly. I don't. Now, can it does that break a Dennis Cook thing? Can he can he watch an R-rated one? Or, mm-hmm. or no? He has to wear earmuffs. During oh, it. okay. I'm trying to figure out so I've made one pass at the Adele album. Mhm. <clears throat> uh all right, so I think I've made at least one assessment. I, I, I've not, I'm not nailing down my opinion yet, but I am allowing. So this is hold on. This is what you've been hearing in the Amazon commercials. This one takes a while to get started. Kind of starts in a weird place, but it's got an anthem type sound at the end. That is inspirational, considering where our world has been over the last two years. So this is pretty good. I better not play too much of it, because mm-hmm. those that are watching will suddenly not be able to watch anymore. Um, I think that, again, I've made one pass at it, so I'm my, my opinions aren't firm. I think maybe the extra time that they had to work on it because they were delaying the release because of the pandemic. They might have fallen victim to overproduction a little much. I suffer from this as well when I do things that are creative in nature, be they soundtracks or putting sounds together or writing or whatever. I have a tendency to the more time I have to do rewrites or revisions or edits all of a sudden it ends up being a little bit too much when really I should have stopped three steps ago. Mm-hmm. So the reason is there's a lot of dialogue in here that is missing. If you're watching the video, it might be okay, but she speaks in quite a bit. Like there's some matter of fact conversations that she has in some of it, which if I can sit and listen to it, like, and, and be, like my attention fully given to it, I might feel differently about it, but it was hard for me to hang on to on the first pass. Also, I can't blame her at all because it's called My Little Love, and it's a conversation that she's having with her son. And so he's only going to be this age one time, 
So if you're looking at it in the in the prism of this is Adele's last album, you might go, well, that's kind of a weird one to end on. But nobody's saying it's her last one. This is the one for the chapter that she's been in, which includes raising a son. And so I think that when we get beyond it and we get into it, I think I'm going to like it more than there. There was just a lot of meat on the bone. Does that make sense, mm-hmm. Sam? You, you got to listen to it a couple of times to really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I like Hold On. Uh, I think it's going to be it's Yeah, we've going been to be playing good. that one a lot, too. An anthemic. Um, uh, I think uh, the OMG song... Uh, I hate the title, so I have a really hard. It's starting. It's starting um, from the basement with me. The song is good. I just have an objection to like why do you? Have to, what couldn't we have called it something else? Uh, so anyway, uh, it's it's out there. People are liking it. There's one song, and I'll get to it in a minute. I'll backtrack because I'm going to play it to you as we go to the break. Paul Rudd and Billy Eilish will host December episodes of SNL. I bet Paul Rudd gets the Christmas version. Yep. I hadn't seen the schedule. You hadn't seen the schedule. So Billie Eilish will be the musical guest and the host on December 11th. Uh, Eddie Murphy, Jimmy Fallon, those are the types of stars that get the Christmas episode. And so it makes sense that Paul Rudd would get it. It'll be a funny episode. Billie Eilish, we'll get to see. I, I don't know that she has much of a personality to host, does she? That's what, kind gonna, of, that's what we're going to find out. <laughs> reserved a little bit. Yeah, she's uh, Charlie XCX. I, I kind of know who that is. I know the name. I don't think I could point out what yeah. they do. I learned also yesterday that John Krasinski revealed that there was one scene that he refused to film in the office, which struck me as odd because you're like, well, what could they have wanted to film in the office? There was an there was written into one episode where Kathy, who was Pam's replacement, mm-hmm. Pam was on maternity leave, and the flirtation with Kathy developed, and they wrote into the scene that Jim and Kathy were going to make out, and John Krasinski said, "Nope, I don't think the character. I don't think you need to do that to Jim the character." And they took it out. They were like, "Good for him." Yeah, we think you're. We think yeah. you're right. You don't really think of somebody being well, so. They're in that hotel room. Yeah, but, and, and he has to get Dwight because he saw saw a bed bug. Sure, but you you don't think of artists who are in sitcoms protecting their characters because oh well the integrity of the character is at stake in a sitcom that's about a documentary deal. But I thought it was interesting. So good for you, John Krasinski, and keeping keeping Jim on the up and up. Mariah Carey's Christmas special. Gets a debut in the form of a trailer. You get that one song. That's all anybody wants to hear. We we only want to hear that song. We have conceded to you the most popular Christmas song of all time. You've edged out White Christmas. You win. We don't need a special from you. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any strong opinion <laughs> towards Mariah Carey. Well, come on, Sam. I do. You do? You have opinion. an objection on, on her? Yeah, yeah. I got it. All right, got to get to a break. We'll come back. I am going to feature for you that uh, it's Love is a Game. It's uh, Dell's last track on her album. Uh, we'll do that uh, on the other side. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Wrap it up for the week. Got a very important point to ponder for you ahead. So hang around here on In the Know. The to ponder for today. What would your sport nickname be? So, on the uh, most recent episode of The Neighborhood, uh, Calvin and uh, his wife, uh, Tina, she has an old friend who happens to be Jerome Bettis. All right? (laughs) Sorry, Sam. But what uh, Miss Buckles over there didn't really know because it was written into the the bus. He was the bus because Calvin said he was the truck. They're like, well, I mean, I'm the I'm the truck. So Cedric, the entertainer, wanted to be the truck. So I had to I explain that Jerome Bettis's nickname in the NFL was the bus. So what would your sport nickname be if you had one? I mm. uh, well, I'm, I'm just thinking now of really good sport nicknames that are out there. Um, 
Do you have one? <laughs> no. That comes to mind? Does I it have no to idea. be like in the vehicle variety? No. Or? It can no, be no. It could be anything. anything? Be, I mean, like be. the, the Bengals had a wide receiver, Chad Johnson, and he nicknamed himself Ocho Cinco yeah. because he was number 85. Yeah, like a shooter. And from Happy Gilmore, Shooter McGavitt. Uh, the Mailman. The Mailman. The, great the Round Mound of Rebound. The Great One. Yeah. Hefty Lefty. Ooh, yeah, Hefty Lefty. Pillsbury Throwboy. Uh, round Mound of Touchdown. Ed, I know what they called him, too. Ed, Ed Too Tall Jones. Mm-hmm. You got all um, kinds of... Yeah, I got nothing. Uh, Frank Thomas. <clears throat> the Big Hurt. Ooh, yeah, The Big Hurt. Uh, yeah, there's there's so many really good. I mean, we could sit here for the rest of the rest of the day and name good. Okay, nicknames. well, you just continue to ponder that, mm-hmm. and then you can you can get back with me on that. Here you go. Right, here's love as a game. Life to solve. God, so here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking she's intending for this song to be her eventual closer. It was a closer on the show the other night. But this is going to be her walk-off song at, uh, eventually in her show. And the reason. You want to know why? Why is that? It's got this 1970s backup singer choir. Can't you just see her, like, coming out to the show, like, waving goodbye to everybody and just kind of walking off backstage and the lights go out. So that's the ending of this song. That's why I think, yeah, she wants this to be her closer. And that's good. It's good. I mean, it's uh, the again. I need to uh, I need to listen to the album again when I'm not trying to get ready for the show. Then I'll have maybe a better. You know, I heard I heard opinion. the heard the noises coming from the studio this morning. I thought you were on the phone. No, you were not on the phone. You were listening to Adele. No, no, I was on. Oh, the phone. you were on the I phone? was on the phone when you're talking. About, I meant and this morning when I was oh. reading and getting prepared and okay. all that stuff on television tonight. Sorry to keep the cooks waiting. They need to know. Meet the Cougar Night, 6 o'clock. Meet the Cougar Night. Uh, also, here's the other thing. There's not as much of a priority for me to let the cooks know what's on the Hallmark Channel this weekend because I supplied them. It was my gift to them. Mm, I did. supplied them a digest of all of the Hallmark movies on for the entire season. So, for instance, tonight they'll be watching Nantucket Noel, but they already knew this because I supplied the information I heard they have them. a color-coded calendar now. They do. It's kind of like an advent. They open mm-hmm. up the calendar each day mm-hmm. to find out what the movie is Some inside. people have chocolate. They have Hallmark. Tomorrow, the 2021 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony, Saturday Night Live, is hosted by Simu Liu. Don't know who that is. The musical guest is Saweetie. Hello, Saweetie Pie. I don't know who that is either. I know the name. Yes, I'm not. The name is not foreign to me. Mm-hmm. It's not the first time I'm seeing the name, but I would be. And who's hosting? If you told me Simu Machu Picchu, I don't know. Today's highlight in history: this date in 1969, Apollo 12 astronaut Charles Conrad and Alan Bean made the second manned landing on the moon. President Lincoln dedicated a national cemetery at the site of the Civil War battlefield of Gettysburg in Pennsylvania. This day in 1863. Yeah, Simu Liu is in that Marvel Shang-Chi movie. That's what I said, Machu Picchu. Gesundheit. <laughs> Ted Turner is 83 today. Calvin Klein is 79. Ahmad Rashad is 72. Allison Janney, C.J. Craig, and then, of course, played... What was her character's name on Mom? She's the, the mom of the mom, right? She, yeah, she's... Yeah, but... It's not Tammy. No. Tammy's the blonde. Uh-huh. 62. Oh, lordy. Um. Meg Ryan is 60 today. Jodie Foster is 59. Carrie Strug is 44. Adam Driver Bonnie. is 38 Bonnie. today. Yeah, Bonnie Plunkett. Mm-hmm. Bonnie. Because that one character, the older lady. Bonnie. I love her. Bonnie. The cat lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you said all you needed to say right there. Cat lady. Gone but not forgotten, George Rogers Clark, born in 1752, James Garfield, born in 1831, Tommy Dorsey in 1905, Jack Welch, born in 1935. George Rogers Clark, guys, he's got a high school named after him here in Kentucky. Yep. Winchester. Good old GRC. Chart toppers. 1960, Ray Charles was number one with Georgia on my mind. My second favorite Georgia song. 
Will you compromise with that as a pep band song? It's not. It's a little slow for a pep band are we, song. Are we hoping for our team to lose? Yeah, I was gonna say it's a little. It's a little uh, <laughs> slow for a pep band song. Yeah. Of course, if they, if they run the beats per minute up, jazz band. If they can jazz up Georgia on my mind, compromise. I'm, I'm trying to be open minded about things today. Merle Haggard, number one in '69. We don't make a party out of loving. I think I could hear Georgia on my mind more of a pep band song than this one. Oh, I love this song. Foreigner, double vision, number one in 78. This is more Pepe. Oh, yeah. Bow, 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 bow. Like horn, mm-hmm. horn line? Oh, yeah. Especially Medley, if you get a bass in there. Oh, uh, sorry. Mm-mm. Can't have a... Can't have an electric bass. I, I got to tell you, Sam. Band? I know you don't know this about me, and I hate to tell this out loud, but I have kind of a philosophical objection to electrified instruments in marching band, oh, and really see, even we, in pet band. We 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 would have a guitar player in our pet band. Here's my problem. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. What about a keyboard? I got things to do. I got problems with electrified instruments wow. in use in band. Because, to me, it's just making up for shortcomings. Like, if you need a bass Are, guitar in your marching band, you don't have enough low brass. Are, so you're taking shots me personally because I was a low brass member of the Cooper High School band and we had a bass guitar. How many, how many members of your low brass section did you have? Um, what, we had six trombones, three or four tubas, three or four baritones? Why so, did you need the bass guitar? A dozen. Do you have it in marching band? Huh? Oh, yeah. I, well, I mean, yeah, they, they'd get out there and somebody would roll behind them with the amp and they'd march with that. No, they'd be on the sideline. I think that we did have a bass guitar in marching band because he played bass clarinet. If you, doing and, ja- if you were doing jazz band, maybe okay. But you can't march bass clarinet. Can you? It's like marching a berry sax. Drum and bugle corps. Drum and bugle corps. Everything is drum and bugle corps. Do they have electrified I, I instruments? I personally, if, no, it was up, if it was up to me, the entire band would have just been trombones. I'm a purist. I'm not throwing shade at anybody who plays an electrified instrument on a marching band or in a pep band. I'm saying You're throwing my shade preferences at the Cooper High School are, marching band. I am all about 1982 style. That's when I was, you know, all of 11 years of age. All right. Got to go. MB's <laughs> Pearl of Wisdom for today. Yeah, we can pick this <laughs> well, up Well, you later. just gave us a pearl of wisdom about your opinions. I on gave you. I, I have placed. I revealed a portion of myself. I revealed a portion of myself I had not yet revealed. I'm. The eggs will be thrown soon. <laughs> <laughs> MB's pearl of wisdom for today. When eating fruit, I've been trying to do gratitude uh, pearls of wisdom. So here's another one in line. When eating fruit, remember the one who planted the tree. When eating fruit, remember the one who planted the tree. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. See you back here on Monday. For Sam Gormley, for Beach. I'm MB, and now you're in the know.